Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hello out there in Radio Land. This is Hank Hill, Assistant Manager, Strickland Propane. Come on down to Strickland where you can get a great deal on the new Char King 320 Propane Grill. We have other propane grills and propane accessories for your grilling needs. So come on down. Mention this ad for an extra 5% off of your next propane tank fill-up. by Strickland Propane, Harlan, Texas. Uh, have a great day. Welcome back to King of the Hill Rewatch Podcast. I am Mike. And I'm Rusty. Rusty, King of the Hill, Season 3, Episode 4, Pregnant Paws. Pregnant Paws. P-A-W-S. P-A-W-S, dog. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Ladybird, believe it or not. Ladybird-centric episode here. Yep, it sure is. Lots of ladybird. Lots of ladybird. Ladybird in underwear. uh, fertility. (laughs) Fertility discussions. A lot of Dale, too. A lot of Dale in this yeah. one. Yeah, Dale is uh, pretty forward on the on the B story. Yeah, he is. He is definitely very forward on that story. So we start this thing with uh, no bell, no yell. No bell, no yell. No bell, no yell. Uh, we are uh, we start uh, with all four guys. They're working on Hank's car. Uh, basically, you got the three of them standing around watching Hank work on his car. As usual. I mean, it seems like Hank has more engine problems yeah. than the rest of them for a man yeah. who maintains his vehicle at the high level that he supposedly does. The high level of an American vehicle. Uh, yeah. So he says, uh, yep, I change my oil every 3,000 miles or when I get bored, I get whichever bored. comes first, <laughs> which is fantastic. Um, well, you know, it's weird now because vehicles these days, some vehicles, uh, you could go like What's, crazy amounts it's of synthetic miles. synthetic oil. Yeah, you know? there's some like cars that I've read that are being produced that can go like ten thousand miles or eight thousand miles before they ever need an oil change. I just my think truck, insane to think. Uh, it go, I go about five to six thousand miles on it. You know, which my dad always told me, you know, whatever they tell you, and then add like a thousand miles to it or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> which I mean, that's pretty safe. You know, but yeah, now yeah, yeah. with these synthetics, like you can go, like you say, eight to ten thousand miles, and thank God because an oil change now is a hundred bucks. 
Yeah, if you don't do it yourself, for sure, it's definitely expensive. Uh, it's almost that expensive to do it yourself. Yeah, uh, yeah but the price is expensive itself now. Yeah, I it will tell right. you the thing that I like that came out of the pandemic as far as oil changes go. I now get to stay in the vehicle while they change the oil. Yeah, I do like that. Now that you do the pull up through the yep. bay and then you pull out of the bay, and uh, I guess that is a an upside. There's it less really human was. interaction. Yeah. Well, you don't have to sit in that stupid waiting room, you know, yeah. and read those magazines from three years ago. Uh, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of oil change weekly anyway. Yeah, weekly oil changes. So uh, the boys all look over and start laughing, especially Dale. And Dale says, I see London, I see France. Uh, I told you, Hank, uh, London and France. And Hank is like, oh, Lady Lady Bird, Bird, no. Yeah. Uh, The problem is Peggy is out walking Lady Bird, and Lady Bird is wearing Hank's old underwear. Yeah. Yeah. and I guess it's because she's in heat. And uh, yeah. for those of you that have never owned a dog, when a dog is in heat, it uh, leaves estrus. It's estrus. Uh, the essence estrus. of dog. I think that's what it's called. Really? Uh, well, doe, what, what you do when you put the, like, the, the scent of a, like when you go yeah. deer hunting, yeah. it's that season. When you go deer hunting, you put, it's like an estrus is what they call it. I don't estrus. Even, I don't even know what the hell that means. I mean, it's like a scent, like an essence. Well, it's like estrogen. Like an, like an essence. I would guess, huh? Yeah. Uh, uh, well, yeah, I guess like estrus, yeah, estrogen. So uh, yeah. it says a recurring period of sexual receptivity and fertility in many female mammals. So what you do with deer is it's like they call it deer pee, yeah, but it's like you know whatever they R- put off, right? And that's how you attract bucks to you to shoot. Well, when you shoot bucks, so you put. I'm, I'm so like happy we started this uh, deer vaginal juice so on your grossly. boots. This is wonderful. <laughs> yeah, this is great. <laughs> we can rename this this episode. We, we should name it the deer, yeah, deer vaginal, vaginal juice. juice. Yeah, that sounds great. like a, a a hardcore like. It sounds awful. Is what it sounds. Yeah, 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 it sounds terrible. Yeah, it does. Uh, so uh, <laughs> smells terrible too. <laughs> Hank run. <laughs> Hank runs over and says, "Get out of my underwear." And uh, Peggy says, uh, I put those on her. Lady Bird is in heat. We are out of doggy diapers. He says, Peggy, how could you? My old underwear. I don't don't even wear wear those anymore. anymore. (laughs) If they're not good enough for him, they can't be good enough for her. Here's one of my favorite uh, little jokes that gets by, though. Uh, She says she wouldn't have to wear anything if you spayed her. Or hired someone to do it. So there is an option. Assuming where that he's going to gut the dog. <laughs> there is an option where he does it himself. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know uh. about that. I guess, uh, I guess Hank is more than just a uh, propane salesman. He's also a dog spare. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he says, I can't have her spayed. I'll breed her one of these days. She says she's almost 13 years old. I'm that surprised is, the dog still even has a heat. At that's that what age. I'm saying. The dog is old. Uh, he says, you can't mate a purebred bloodhound with just any old dog. That'd be throwing away generations of the finest Georgia inbreeding. Yeah. <laughs> and you see, and then it pans down to Lady Bird, and she's just, like, scratching. Scratching you know, her She's ear, just yeah. a dog. She's, she's just, just a, a dog, dog, man. They don't well, care. that's the thing with, like, breeding dogs, too, that's weird, is the uh, the fact that to get, like, the dogs they want, they inbreed them. So they, yeah. they end up having all these. Oh, yeah. Health well, problems. that's like pugs and all that yeah, stuff. The They've got all those breathing <laughs> problems. Yeah, those dogs. I I read a thing the other day where the well, I read a headline where they were uh, they're overbreeding these dogs, and so now um, like they can't even breathe when yeah, they're the born. Deformities like, yeah, like they're dying breathe. at birth because the deformity is so like severe. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, it's. It's inbreeding. I like mutts. Georgia. Isn't it funny, though, that they say Georgia inbreeding? Well, it's a Georgia bloodhound. Yeah, but so, Georgia, you know, it's 
Didn't they vote like? Didn't they? Have hey, like, guess what, everybody in Georgia, I love you. Well, I'm not saying I don't love Georgians, but didn't like 1.4 million people vote for Herschel Walker in Georgia? Well, that's true too. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Uh, they're having a having a runoff. Ooh, yeah, they're running somewhere. I don't know where they're running <laughs> off to. <laughs> so Peggy says uh, this could be Ladybird's last heat. If you don't do something uh, fast, she'll spend the rest of her life childless and lonely, sulking about the house uh, in soiled underwear. Like Bill. Like Bill. Now, I have a problem with this. Okay. What do we got? Never seen this dog cage. Never see it again. Never seen it. Never see it again. <laughs> uh, well, Where the hell did we this dog of, cage come from? It might pop from. up again. We could be wrong. But well, as we far see as the, I know, I don't see I don't remember the dog cage. We see the backyard a million times. But remember, we, I think we discussed this once before about Lady Bird. She really doesn't show up in too terribly many episodes. I think it was like. Yeah, but it's not like she takes know, the cage with her. You know, I mean, <laughs> where the hell is this might. cage? This cage just pops up. Well, it might be the, the in-heat cage. Sure. So the rest sure. of the episode It's a collapsible cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. they probably just use it for when she's in heat so she's not leaking all over the couch and stuff. Okay, yeah. get their estrus all over the yard. Yeah. Uh, we... Uh, <laughs> Estrus. I got to go somewhere. This is gross. Yeah, it's getting somewhere. Uh, we transition to the County Gun Club. Yeah. Really the old uh, county specific gun club. name here. Super specific. Uh, we've got these two guys. One of them's wearing a bounty hunter hat. Uh, and he's yep. talking to another guy. They're they're all shooting. Dale's Dale's shooting. Uh, and he says, if I get off a shot, I wing him. Dang, if he didn't get, go another mile or two. Ain't nothing keeps you sharp for deer season like hunting humans. Which yeah, Dale perks dear God. up and he clears his. <laughs> Dale sitting there dumping what is, appears to be a very large caliber handgun. Yeah, it might be. Oh, it's a yeah, it's a big one. It it's might a rifle, be. Right? Uh, no, it was, it was a pistol. It was like uh, oh, what does he it? say on uh, what does he say on Dirty Harry? The forty four Magnum, mm -hmm. or whatever, the strongest mm -hmm. pistol in the world. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that's what he has. Uh, he the says, uh, uh, "Excuse me, I couldn't help reading your lips. Reading your lips. Uh, it's hunting humans. Do you need a license?" Dale is interested in hunting people. He's interested in hunting yeah. anything. The guy with the hat says, uh, this hat's my license. Any man who skips out on his bail can be hunted like an animal, although not eaten. Uh, all you got to do is sit through a four-hour training course. Dale says, uh, you're telling me there's a poorly trained, quasi-legal police force that operates with few, if any, government controls? It's about time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we transition to Strickland propane. Uh, taste the meat, not the heat. Taste uh, the meat, yeah, not the heat. And Hank is in Buck's office, and he says, uh, boy, that's some mighty fine hounds you got yourself there, Buck. And he's looking at all the different pictures of Buck and his hounds. Uh, and Buck says, that's right, champions, all of them except the deaf one. Okay, so uh, <laughs> that's where there's the picture deaf of him one. holding his dog's ears. Yeah. Okay, so Artie, shout out to Artie, told me that. What's uh, up, Artie? Uh, of course, we've correlated Buck Strickland already to LBJ. Yeah, sure. Uh, LBJ famously had. Hounds. Georgia Bloodhounds. Yeah. And there's a famous, uh, I don't know if it's a picture or if it's a, a picture, uh, it's a. I don't know if it's a picture or if it was a uh, a PSA where you know he had the dogs in the in the the public service announcement. But there's a, a picture or whatever of him doing the same that, that same holding up the ears like same that. thing where he's holding up the dog's ears. Yeah, I don't doubt that. And I think actually, let me look here. I think Artie actually did send me the. No, he sent me the picture of. No, actually, let's see here. Your this is real time. Looking up stuff time. on a phone, real time. You real you guys time. were there. Are we doing anything live right now? 
No, we're not doing anything live. Okay. All right, great. This is not live. Hey, anybody who's listening to this, this is not live. Just letting you know. It's not live. Uh, so he is holding up the bloodhound's ears, uh, and he says uh, that uh, they're all champions except for the deaf one. Yeah, yeah, here you go. Lyndon Johnson with the dog's ears. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's like Out almost reminiscent. Lawn. Yeah. That's almost reminiscent of what we were just discussing, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so they're all champions except for the deaf one. Uh, uh, Hank says, uh, fine hounds. Mr. Strickland, there's something I'd like to ask you. He says, yeah, I'd love to give you a raise, but the accounting department said, Buck, stop letting employees put your lemons in a vice. Lemons in a vice. Your lemons in a vice. Hank says, Donna said that? Because Donna is literally Donna the is accounting HR, department. Yeah, or the yeah. accounting, yeah. He said, my hands are tied. He says, sir, this is about my ladybird. I finally decided to breed her, and I was hoping one of your studs, uh, and Buck just breaks in, woo-hee. Uh, one of my boys finally gets to howdy, ma'am, the, the debutante. <laughs> He said, well, you know my terms, 500 bucks the first session, 400 each additional session. Please, please, no no flash flash photography. (laughs) Yeah, so he does almost. It's a wonderful quote. Well, that's another thing, too, about the comparison to LBJ is they they said LBJ was kind of vulgar and stuff like that. Oh, sure. uh, Well, I mean, he was did business Did business off the toilet. You know, they did a lot of, you Mm -hmm. know, conferences Mm -hmm. while he was pooping. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is turning into a wonderful episode. It is. Uh, we transition to Pooping the estrus. <laughs> we uh, transition not together to the econo. Well, you don't know. We transition to the econo suites. Uh, Dale has gone to the four hour training course. Uh, he uh, starts. He, he sits down at the table and he prepares by pulling out his uh, his tablet, his yeah. his bunch of pencils, and of course a uh, Bowie hunting knife. You know. Yeah, sets it right there, just in case. Yeah, yeah just in case. You never know. Uh, dude comes in uh, that obviously is teaching the class. Uh, he's got the bounty hunter hat on. He says, okay, let's all shut up, please. That's a wonderful way to start uh, whatever you're doing, any sort of presentation. If you tell people to shut up and then say please. Yeah, and then say please uh, right after. He says, uh, oh, and outside on the thing, it says, welcome to bounty hunter school. Uh, he says, we don't have much time, so let's get right to it. Then he turns on the TV, and it's literally him on the TV saying, we don't have much time, so let's get right to yeah, it. Yeah, we don't have much time, so let's get right to it. Uh, he says, yeah. in the next four hours, uh, we'll find out if you've got what it takes to wear this hat. And Dale, it it, it shows Dale, and he's literally drawing a picture of the hat. He That's just wants it. that. Yeah, he just, he wants, just wants that damn hat. hat. Like you couldn't go find that hat somewhere. You I could. Mean, just you go could. get the damn hat. Get a sticker, slap yeah. it on a hat, whatever. Uh, we're back at the Hill House, and you've got Luann, who never speaks in this, and Bobby uh, brushing Ladybird, and and Bobby's doing Ladybird's nails. Uh, and Bobby says, Ladybird is going to be a mommy. Seems like just yesterday, mom and dad brought her home for me on account of me not having any brothers and sisters to play with. Oh, yeah. If I'd been old enough to talk, I would have asked, asked for, for a, a monkey. monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever want a monkey? Uh, no, when because, you were a kid? no, because I knew as a kid that monkeys threw shit. Yeah. So when I was really little and we lived in England, we used to, we went to a safari thing one time mm-hmm. and they, the monkeys, of course, they just crawl all over the car. Oh yeah. And like, uh, oh, do I they crap on the car? Of, yeah. They throw shit and everything. Like they have like the wild red ass baboons out there mm. and you know, they, these animals shit in their hands and chunk Oh, sure it. they do. Yeah. And, uh, once I saw that, that really just made me not want to have one and knowing too that, uh, they're they're like weight to height. Their uh, strength to like yeah. height and everything ratio is crazy. Because whereas we as humans we have a switch that stops our muscles from being able to exert 
what their true potential is. So there's like a, a safety mechanism built into us that stops us from using our muscles to our full potential. Hmm. Monkeys, chimpanzees, apes. They don't have uh, that. They don't have that. So chimpanzees will literally rip your arms off. They'll rip your damn face off. They'll rip your face That's what'll off. what will happen. They yeah. can rip your arms off. They literally can bite mm-hmm. through you. Yeah. And they're strong enough to where a full-grown man couldn't fight. It doesn't matter how tall they are. You, mm-hmm. You're not going to fight them off of you. They're going to whoop wh- your ass. That's where the old saying, that's a strong-ass monkey, comes from. Yeah. The only <laughs> way that you're going to get it off of you is squeezing its balls or putting your thumb in its ass. Wow. Gosh, this episode Planet went of off the, the rails. It's a cautionary tale. Yeah. Is, okay. yeah if they ever can talk, we're screwed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they're going to take the Statue of Liberty and bury it on the sand. Uh, all right. So I thought that was like an expose on climate change, it being buried in sand. Is that man, how far we'd come? As I don't think so. Not in the 60s. No. Not when that thing was when it first came out. No, I you're think right. I think it, it might have been like a nuclear thing. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, so uh, he says he would have asked for a monkey, but he guesses that things worked out okay. Uh, the doorbell rings. And uh, Hank, dressed in his finest suit, goes to the door <laughs> to answer answer it. Uh, and Lady Bird is in underwear and has a beautiful little bow on her head. Uh, Hank says, uh, "Yeah, so like this is the weirdest <laughs> shit ever because I know people that breed dogs and I know people that uh, you know like I just don't or breed farm animals yeah. and all this stuff. You don't dress right, up like right. pigs before they go. But this is a special occasion for Hank. She's going to get deflowered." A special occasion, <laughs> if, if it's a special occasion for you that you have to dress your dog up to it's go like make a, it's it, you like, are you need to go. Please seek medical it's like attention. A, it's like a eyes wide shut for dogs or something. It's, you know, it's it's a, sickening. <laughs> it is really so sickening. He looks over at like lady. next thing you know, they're going to be filming it and trying to hawk it as porn on. Hey, you. Well, it's not. It's not. It's not porn. You show it to the puppies and you go, see, this is how you were made. You know. <laughs> yeah, while they drool all over and don't know what the hell you're doing, they just because they're. Inbred and they don't know yet. Yeah, well, no, just because they're dogs. Well, that's true. Not because they're inbred, because they're dogs. (laughs) Well, they're inbred dogs are even worse, right? (laughs) Yeah. No, actually, they're not. They're they're the most expensive (laughs) dogs are the inbred dogs. Yeah, but they're stupid. It's backwards. Inbred dogs are terrible. They're they fall apart. Dumb, but they're expensive. I've seen them just (laughs) fall apart right in front of me. Just like Legos. Just like just Legos. Blah, blah, blah. That's right. Yeah. Just like Legos, stepping on a dog logs. part really hurts your foot. Did you ever play with Lincoln Logs? Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Lincoln didn't enjoy it. but no, um, His logs were a lot bigger. Hank <laughs> looks over. And I don't know what the hell's going on today, but this is rough. Fiber. A lot of fiber in our diet. Hank, <laughs> Hank looks over. Well, we well did, it was in those apple we did, pies, We Mike. did wait a little while. I don't know. I think it had, might be the apple pies. Yeah, there was something. I mean, you're the only ones that ate one. And, you know, Mason, he's over there cooling. Then we had the uh, Little Debbie naturally and artificially flavored apple pies. <laughs> I don't, I don't get that. Nice I don't understand why it had, like, well, naturally. It's got both. But then, it, then you wouldn't, wouldn't you just say artificially flavored? Cause no, because they want to point out the natural well, stuff, Well, too. even though it is naturally flavored, it, it's still those are artificial. Man, those are man-made apples in there. Does it have red <laughs> dye in really it? Red dye t- uh, we're gonna, we're, uh, man-made, man-formed apples. It says here, oh, it's got the California cancer warning code ah, on it. Ah, fantastic. <laughs> eat enough of those, you get California cancer? Well, I don't know. Well, that's the thing is, I was always confused as a kid why California, there was always a California warning on all these labels for cancer. And I was like, do we not care about cancer in this state? Why is California the no. only one concerned? No. In here, you take, you did, the state of Texas, you take cancer in your own hands. Uh, so he looks over at Lady Bird and he's just like, you're beautiful. He just, uh, 
She's yeah, got the damn bow in her head. Lady bird. Uh, it really makes me wonder, <laughs> would Hank have sex with the dog? I I don't think he would have sex with the dog, but I think he would do some heavy petting. But I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'll be here all that week. That was good. That was good. Thank you. Uh, so uh, he tells Luann, take off her underwear. Uh, and then uh, he opens the door. And why is Luann, like, why is Luann a part of this ceremony? This reminds me of, like, uh, they, uh, I watched, what, what's that show called? Uh, Handmaid's Tale. And yeah. they have, like, this weird yeah. ritual that they yeah. have to do where they, like, hold it's her. very much like, like that. It reminds yeah. me of some weird crap like that. Like, this is super dystopian. I feel so, bad. Like, somebody get this dog out of this house and immediately this poor damn dog so he opens the door and there's buck with his hound uh who has a big ass muzzle on which big is muzzle. wonderful yeah uh well, and his then, dogs are just wild raucous in the backyard where well, nobody paid attention to well, the that's dogs. true that's true they're just uh, show dogs i got hounds in the back <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then uh buck is in a tux which he tells us why yeah. but at first you're like dear god this ceremony between these two uh, he says, uh, I, Hank says, I'm honored you could share Lady Bird's special evening with us, Buck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Special Let's evening. make some hound dogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm He'll late for a bachelor, bachelor auction. <laughs> That's right. All right. So uh, thank God we don't see any more of that. We, uh, we go back to the, uh, the motel. And uh, the guy is wrapping up his four-hour class. He says, yeah, the seminar's almost over. Yeah, he says, okay, you learn kicking down doors, you learn mustaches, mailman suits, and other disguises. <laughs> Did we cover chokeholds and pepper spray? And Dale is on the ground in a fetal position, and he goes, yes. yes. All right, good. Take your seat. Okay, you have 15 minutes to complete the ethics exam. Good luck and try to remember what I taught you. A, A, B, <laughs> A-C, which is really <laughs> great. Answers, yeah. Yeah. Congratulations, class of Thursday AM. You a. may now M. call yourself yeah, there's like a slide. He does it like that slight pause. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations, class of Thursday AM. Yeah, and he's just handing out those hats. Uh, we, you can we, now call yourselves bounty hunters. That's right. Now we go to the animal hospital, uh, and we've got Peggy and Hank and Lady Bird waiting in the doctor's office. Uh, Dr. Downs comes in, D-O-W-N-E-S, and uh, Hank says, hello, Dr. Downs. Doctor says, hello, Lady Bird. Uh, Hank says, oh, uh, this is my wife, Peggy. Yeah, like, starts, it's just a looks, second. She looks like, like a, frustrated. Well, it's just yeah. like a second thought. Oh, you know, yeah. uh, uh, this, this is, is my wife, this is Peggy. Peggy. Also, I take care of I our did, son. She says, <laughs> yeah. I take care of our son. I don't know son. why she would say that. That's, that's I don't know. Mm. Peggy's weird. And so the doctor says, so what will it be? Flea dip? Darter scrape? Worm, worm shot? shot? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not this week. Uh, finally let my little girl start dating, and I think she's, she's in, in a family, family way. way. Boy, you remember when I used to yeah, say Yeah, weird shit. Doctor says, oh, well, that's sweet. Let me get a glove on and have a look-see. Uh, Peggy says, ooh, this place gives me the deja vus. It's just like when we you were trying to get pregnant. You know, my sister listens to this in like 2x speed or 1.5x speed to get through it. <laughs> so that little part right there is going to sound like lightning. It when is going to sound like a lightning. We should talk real <laughs> slow so it messes her Hank up. says, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember. <laughs> All right, so we go to a flashback, yep. and uh, Hank, uh, they are sitting in, I, I guess, the, just the regular doctor's office. Or, yeah, well, we find out it's like a fertility doctor yeah. or something. And so he, uh, Hank says, so, doctor, is uh, she going to be a mommy? I don't say this without breaking <laughs> your hearts. No. No. <laughs> he it just says no. Pause. Yeah, he just, pause, yeah. No. <laughs> Peggy's like, oh, God. He says, uh, I have your test results. She goes, I knew it. I'll never get pregnant. What is wrong with me? Hank is like, Peggy, 
this is not your fault. The doctor says, he's right, Mr. Mrs. Hill. There is no point in blaming yourself. It's all Hank's fault. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> uh, he says, you were born with a narrow urethra. So this is the, this is the time that he found out. Yeah, this is where we find out that he's got the narrow urethra. He says, years of chronic tension have only made it worse. I really don't think you'll ever have children. He says, but, 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 that, but that's impossible. Yeah. Says the lab re- reports confirm it. Good God, that's going to be tough on double speed. Yeah. It says uh, the lab reports confirm it, although suspected as much when you took 30 minutes to produce a urine sample. Yep. It's a long time. That is a long time. That's so a lot of tension, man. He needs to relax. But I love the fact that Hank responds with, hey, you want it done, done quick or you, you want, want it done, done right? right. <laughs> like there's a wrong way to take a piss. <laughs> I guess uh, as long as you're not pissing into the wind. Peggy says, Hank, please calm down. Your re- urethra will disappear. Like if he gets too tense, he just he just doesn't have it's a gonna urethra. It's going to be gone. Yeah. Uh, she says, isn't there anything we can do? And the doctor says, for starters, we can transition you to boxer shorts. Or yeah, if he, has that's, a, he has a, a very concerned look on his yeah. face when he said the word boxer shorts. He says, or if that's unacceptable, I can prescribe a specific series of sexual techniques. A series? <laughs> Are you suggesting I break the law? <laughs> she says, oh, Hank, please. He's just trying to help us. I saw something on the news about a procedure called in vitro fertilization. They mix your boys with one of my ladies in a test tube. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? No, it's terrible. Hank, it's science run them up. Hank yeah, wants like it. zero part of this. Uh, he, he, you know, this again, this this particular like situation here and this uh this this uh social situation we have here uh, again shows how forward thinking the show actually. You know, like. Mm-hmm. At the time, this was, you know, yeah. it really was. That was a sentiment. Oh, it's science run amok. That was, you know, a lot oh, of sure. the, yeah, the feelings absolutely. behind IVF. Well, and this is where we got GMOs. Uh, so, uh, Peggy's. Yeah. Where did we get HMOs from? <laughs> same time. Yeah. Oh, okay. HMOs, GMOs, same thing. Uh, so, UFOs. Uh, <laughs> she says, she's, a, she's just distraught. She's like, oh, Hank. Uh, the doctor says it's perfectly safe, Mr. Hill. They've tested it on animals. <laughs> yeah. Peggy says, couldn't we just try it? And Hank's like, no, he it's wrong. Adamant. Yeah, he it's wrong on humans. Adamant. It's wrong on animals. I'm sorry, Peggy. I know you're disappointed, but that's just how I was raised. By my mother and father, not in a test tube. Which is dumb because you're still going to raise tube. the kids. It's, yeah, like, no it's not like the test yeah. tube is raising the babies. It's just taking the outside their inside process and doing it outside and then putting it back inside to me that uh that saying is a lot like you know it's it's uh not adam and steve it's adam and eve and that all of that crap you know that people say it, it sounds a lot like that yeah there was one i saw that was kind of funny where it was talking about women using toys it says uh it was adam and eve not florence and the machine <laughs> <laughs> okay uh again we have talked about deer urine dog estes uh, yeah. Poop. Poop. Uh, now, uh, uh, toys. Uh, I uh, in virtual fertilization. Whatever. We we have covered the gamut. Yeah, virtual fertilization. Virtual <laughs> fertilization. Yeah, you, you get to be one of the swimmers. Yeah. All right. We get a flashback, uh, and it says uh, this is Hank, and uh, we come out of the flashback. Hank is like, so is Lady Bird going to be a mommy? And the doctor says, sorry, Hank. Uh, and Peggy, of course, is yeah, like Mr. Strickland. Better, better refund, refund her five hundred dollars. Yeah, and Hank says, uh, "Knew that stud was no good." Yeah, he, he w- wouldn't even look her in the eye. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, he says uh, the doctor says it ain't it ain't the stud's fault. It's Lady Bird's. I'm afraid she's got a narrow uterus. Hank's like, "Oh no, she can't have puppies." Says, "Well, stranger things have happened, but no, no she can't." She can't. <laughs> 
All right, we're going to take that chance to take a commercial break, and we will be right back. Cover your uterus. Rusty, I see you just lit a beautiful candle. Yeah, one of the Saint Angelis oh, candles. Saint Angelis. We've yeah, been absolutely. we've been looking forward to these. Yeah, they finally came in. What uh, scent we got there? We have Saint Tropez. I'm probably saying that wrong, but we'll go with it. Saint Tropez. Saint Tropez. Saint Tropez. Saint Tropez. Saint Tropez. I think it's Tropez. Oh, I, I think. Know. I like the way it yeah, sounds. It's like. islands, right? It's it's a, it's a certain group of islands. Yeah, it's got a very like floral scent. I don't like the fact that you're sitting here smelling your fingers. But What's the wax like? Oh, the right. wax from gotcha. the... Yeah, I'm not smelling my fingers because I dug in my butt. It does smell fantastic, though. I yeah, I really like it. So tell me about these candles. Uh, the candles are a collaboration uh, Smell it too hard. The fire gets uh, on your on your mustache. St. Angelis. St. Angelis. Candles. Dominique. Yeah, uh, Dominique and, and her candles. she has sent me one of each of her candles. Wow. You also have a box on the way, Mike. Holy crud. And, yeah, so they smell. This one smells wonderful. It it's, really does smell good, yeah. very floral, mm-hmm. tropical. Because, mm-hmm. you know, flowers, Relaxing. flowers in a meadow smell different than flowers by the beach. You know? Sure. So it's got like a very, like... <laughs> beachy tropical flower smell it does yeah it's very good i like it like i could i could be you know it's like like a maybe like a hint of salt like a salty like i like the way beach the, and floral i like the way like the wick the maintains a fire also that's very nice <laughs> yeah so uh saint angeles candles everybody you can go saint to uh, saint angeles saint dash angeles.com slash candles yeah and you could use code koth20 K-O-T-H-20. And that's a discount code on there. So, yeah, if you go on there and check it out, we'd appreciate you checking her candles out. And, yeah. Uh, Beautiful, lovely smelling. Lovely candles. G- make a great gift. And we'll have a... Uh, Give it to your mom. And add a week until the your candles sister. are done. So until we're done with her whole line of candles, we'll be letting you know about each one. And this yeah. one was St. Tropez. Uh, the candle company was established in 2020 in Los Angeles, California uh-huh. by Dominique, and she goes by the name St. Angeles, and you can find all of her content at St. Angeles on Instagram, and I think on YouTube as well is where yeah. her podcast yeah. is, and uh, yeah, we appreciate you guys, and please, please go support St. Angeles Candles. Give me that code one more time for a discount. K-O-T-H-2-0. St. Angeles. It smells great. <laughs> Go buy a candle. Okay, we are back, and we are now in the uh, park, which I've never been to in Ireland. We also. are in the park. Well, after actually, no. is the park the place they had the the they were having the uh, the cook off thing, and then it froze. Everybody freaked out because of the snow. Oh yeah, when they yeah, yeah I think so. Think nobody licking any poles. Yeah, no yeah <laughs> nobody licking any poles. I think it's right. that park. It'd probably be that park. Yeah. That's a that's a good. I thing. imagine that's like the Arlen Community Park. That's just a good uh, uh, thing to live by. Don't lick any poles. Yeah, I mean, you know? depending on who you are and how you make your money. Yeah, sure, that's true. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Hank is sitting there with Lady Bird, and he says, I know it hurts, Lady Bird. I've been there myself. I just wish I could uh, scoop up your pain in a little plastic bag and throw it out. 
Uh, a dog comes up and tries to mount Ladybug, and he's like, hey, get out of here. Uh, I forget it. Knock yourself out. And then two guys walk up, and uh, one of them says, buddy, buddy, no, stop. Oh, I'm so sorry. Get down, get down. He goes, huh? Hank says, hey, it's all right. No harm, no foul. See, the thing is, my ladybird has a narrow uterus. The vet said she'll never know the pleasures of motherhood. And in fact, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to burden you. The guys say, oh, not at all. We were in the same situation with Buddy's mother. Turns out there's all sorts of things you can do. He's like, what? There are? They said, uh, they said yeah, diet, uh, hormones, body work, surgery. There's a whole world out there. Uh, that's, I don't know if he was talking about dogs there or not. <laughs> Hank says, wow. But it's I a very progressive show, and this, this episode yes. shows how progressive the show actually was for its time frame. Yes. To be talking about these sort of topics in the innuendo. There is a wonderful quote coming up. Uh, but Hank says, wow, I want to know everything. Do you and your brother have time to grab a beer? <laughs> well, uh, I actually can relate. I actually got a relatable yeah. story. So uh, my best friend growing up, his mom is gay. These guys are and, obviously uh, not brothers. They're obviously not brothers. Yeah, they're sure. two gay dudes. Sure. And uh, her mom is an extreme Baptist, you know, had a lot of trouble dealing with the sure. fact yeah. that uh, her daughter was gay. Yeah. And she always introduced her partner. They've been together like 20 years, and she was still introduced. They've been together longer than 20 years now, but at the mm-hmm. time, they'd been together even like 20 years, and she was still introduced her daughter's partner as, this is my daughter's friend. This oh, is my yeah. daughter's friend. Yeah. And then my friend's sister, she came out as well. So the gr- same grandmother had to deal with the same thing with her granddaughter, and she would introduce her granddaughter's partner as, this is my friend, except for... Uh, my friend's sister would tell her grandma, no, grandma, that's my partner, not my friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, of a certain age, you don't, I mean, I'm assuming they don't even realize what the word partner means, you know? Yeah, well, well not only that, I, I don't think at a certain age, some of them care to know more than well, anything what's too. in front of their nose. That's absolutely true. Yeah, but once you're, you know... 80 plus, you're kind of set in the... 80 plus. Yeah. I appreciate you rounding it up for me. Thank you. Uh, well, she, I, I was going to go lower, <laughs> but I, I, I had to make sure I got high enough that I wasn't going to hit anywhere near That's you. That's right. That's what I thought. Uh, so the guy says, uh, yeah, sure. I know just the place. He de- And, you know, to the guy's um, uh, credit, he doesn't even flinch at the fact that, that Hank said, you and your brother. You no, know? he doesn't. He, Which he, is he just kind of just yeah. lets it. Let, that's what that, again, that goes back to the story. You know, just kind of, mm-hmm. it's whatever. So we transition to the double uh, A one Arlen Bell bonds, uh, which again, uh, company I've never seen. No, uh, I've never seen this one either. There is a guy who is uh, he, he assuming he he runs the double A one Arlen Bell bonds. It's basically kind of like a uh, a window in there. And everybody gathers, and he just calls out the cases, and all the bounty hunters take the cases. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he says, assault with a deadly weapon and attempted murder of a police officer. He's been on the run for two days. Dale's in the back of this ooh, group. Me, me. Ooh, ooh, I'll ooh, take ooh. it. My hand was up first. Why do you keep giving the cases to all these other guys? The guy says, because they're experienced professional bounty hunters. You're just some uh, deluded bug sprayer who took a four-hour course and learned chokeholds choke and got, and a, got hat. a hat. And I love Dale's response to that because he goes, hmm. You are familiar with my credentials, <laughs> yet you still refuse to give me a case. Guy says, if it'll shut you up, uh, the fugitive's name is James Jimmy Hellstrom, a.k.a. Jimmy Hellstrom, <laughs> wanted for unpaid parking tickets. Dale's like, the hunt is on. The hunt 
is on. So we're back in the Hills Kitchen, and uh, it's getting it's getting intense with this dog thing it's here. Getting super intense. It is, uh, yeah. It's getting weird beyond weird, especially when we find out the the difficult because we already know now the difficulty that they had with. Uh, Peggy getting pregnant. Yeah, sure. And how little effort he wanted to provide during that experience. And now we see him uh we'll go forward with the scene. He's there with a the thermometer, a hundred point seven. Bobby's sitting cross leg on the floor with a uh with a uh, clipboard. Yep, and he's taking down all the stats. Taking notes. So yep. this is so not only is he going above and beyond what what he didn't do for Peggy, he's actually to a point where he has a clipboard and he's oh yeah gathering a medical chart oh, oh they're making charts they're, yeah. they're putting down all the information graphs and so uh, he says 100.7 uh, and bobby's like wow it's hot in a dog's head <laughs> yeah <laughs> he says uh, uh and then in comes peggy uh she's been in there watching tv yeah, i she's guess laughing and yeah she says oh i love the bloopers practical jokes not so much hey what are you guys doing uh, and uh, Hank says, I'm charting Lady Bird's temperature. I'm going to pinpoint the exact perfect moment for her to mate. She, she says, just she screams gets really instantly upset. like, yeah. flip the switch. Give me that. She grabs the thermometer, says, give me that. Uh, Hank, that, thermo- that thermometer is for company. <laughs> for company. So you just know, that. know if you're, you're, you're ever at the Hills house and you yeah. need a thermometer, it's a it's a communal thermometer. Just know that all company have potentially used that thermometer. Sure, but it is nice to have your own thermometer like Be that. Be glad it's not a rectal thermometer you have to share. Well, now now we've covered rectums. Uh, yeah, I'm glad we've we've come full shit circle. Rectum, here. hardly know him. Yeah, uh, Hank says, but I was using it. She says, I don't know, I don't see why. The doctor said Lady Bird cannot get pregnant. Hank, and this is the quote that I love, yeah. uh, he says, I know, I know, but uh, I met some men. We went to a bar, and before it all went horribly wrong, <laughs> they yeah. told me a bunch of things I could do to get Lady Bird pregnant. And then he says, 100.4. She's, she's ready, ready for, for a stud. stud. And it, it just shows Bobby, and he's got this big, goofy-ass grin on his face. He's just like, yee. <laughs> and uh, uh, he says, uh, Peggy, quit. Call Buck Strickland. I put him on the speed dial. Just press Peggy's mother. And I love the fact that they put that in there because it pays off here in a minute. Well, I think it's it's a great joke. I think it shows how f- it it is selfish. Hank it gets. It, I was gonna it say does. fucked up, but yeah, it's, it's it, definitely pretty fucked up to take your wife's <laughs> mother's. Imagine if you did that. Like if you took your wife's phone yeah. and took it off just so you yeah. could breed your Re- dog. Reprogram the one that says mom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, we are now, uh, at, with Dale, he is yep. pulled up Dale. to a very, uh, rundown house. Yeah. Could be and a crack house. It could it be a crack be. house. The fence is all busted out and all this stuff. He's dressed in a jumpsuit, uh, at, uh, says Arlen Florist on the back of it. And so, but he's still in the dead bug van. Yeah, he's you definitely know, in the like, dead bug van. It's not like he, he rented a well, Florist what, what van What else is he going to be in? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he could have well, at least know, put car? some flowers behind the bug's antenna or something. Something, you know? man. Something. Give it a little Hawaiian feel. A floral feel. He goes like up. Like St. Angeles, St. Tropez candles. <laughs> <laughs> he goes up to the door and uh, he says, Arlen Florist. And he's ringing the doorbell. Uh, he says, I got some long stem roses for Jimmy Hellstrom. And then the rest of the scene is literally just sounds. You hear doors slamming, somebody running out. You hear a car speed away. And he just stands there and goes, ding dong, just keeps ringing the doorbell. Because I guess he's just that 
Well, no, Mike, you left diluted. out the, the worst part. What's that? Uh, Dale left the damn bounty hunter hat on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't take the hat That's off. That's true. Good, good point. Yeah, yeah, he didn't, yeah, take I didn't the even hat think off. about that. I was going to yeah. say that, yeah. So he's, so he's got Arlen Florist on his jumpsuit. He's in the Dale's dead bug van, and he's got a bounty hunter hat on, and he says yeah, he's he doesn't delivering even flowers. Look, yeah, he doesn't even look. Yeah, That's any, fantastic. Anything yeah. about what he's supposed to be doing. Good job, Mason. Uh, now we are uh, back at uh, the Hill House, and we see Peggy in bed, and she's freezing. Uh, and she, she gets up, and she's got no covers. She walks into the bathroom, and it's Hank and Ladybird. And she goes, what the H are you doing? He says, it's called the Tellington Touch. It's a body awareness technique. Uh, all the top fertility experts swear by it. He's got uh, Ladybird in there, and he's, he's putting hands on her or something. I, I, I really honestly don't know what he's doing. She says, my grandmother quilted that blanket. He says, Peggy, no, I can't move her for two hours. She just made it. Give me the freaking blanket. And so she just rips the blanket away. My favorite part of that scene, though, is Peggy's hair. She That's looks all like, disheveled. Yeah, she looks like a damn crazy. troll doll. You know, yeah. like one of those. <laughs> yes, she does. Or one of those pencils that you used to do like this, you know, and the, you'd rub it back and forth and their hair would stick up. You know what I'm talking about? No. You Mason, you ever toppers? seen one of those pencil toppers with the hair? Oh, on yeah, it? yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Those I think little, so, yeah. Those yeah. little troll pencil toppers. I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, come on. All right. Uh, now we are, uh, uh, we, we see the phone book, the Arlen phone book. And uh, Dale has circled uh, Jim Hellstrom in the phone book. And he's like, uh, thought you could outsmart me, did you, Hellstrom? And he goes up to another house where he's going to start delivering pizza. And about 14 Dobermans come out uh, running at him. We find out it's 10 later. But uh, it's a lot of Dobermans. A lot of them. So he drops pizza, runs back into his van. Now we transition to Bill alone in the alley. And he has a beer, but he hasn't opened it yet. Bobby comes out, and she's a ladybird. And Bill says, hey, Bobby, come stand by me. He says, all right. So, you know, I just don't like to drink alone. So he finally opens the beer, starts slurping it, and he goes, how's school? Bobby's like, fine. Fine. So that's nice. Friends? Yeah. Uh Huh. Bobby, uh, Bobby says, Lady Bird or Hormone Biscuit, and Bill grabs hormone his biscuit. hand and says, let me see that. Hormone Biscuit. Yeah. Yeah, he says, let me see that. He goes, Lady Bird is going to be a mommy, and we'll have a puppy again. Like when I was one year old and my parents got me Lady Bird. He said, boy, well, that sure is sure a, cute, is a story. cute story. But you got it all wrong. Your parents had a dog a whole year before you came along. Bobby's like, what? He says, oh, yeah. Uh, as I recall, your mama was having trouble getting pregnant on account of your daddy's narrow, narrow doohickey. <laughs> Doohickey. Uh, eventually, they just gave up on uh, ever having a child of their own, and they did the next best thing. So that yeah, is that a cut scene here. It, yeah. yeah, it's going to a flashback. That is a weird way to tell a kid. That's a weird way to. Well, it's weird that. But Bill's Bill kind of gross be, anyway. Well, he's kind of gross, but yeah. I don't know. As a kid who grew up with a dad who had like you know, you know, a bunch of friends and stuff mm -hmm. like that. I don't know. I think it would be a weird conversation to have with one of my dad's friends. Yeah. It's just, just a guy. A, it's just a guy that lives in the neighborhood. Yeah. Well, Bill's not just a guy that lives in the neighborhood. Mm. They went to high school together. They were all like, you know, they're all high school friends and they're all in their But to Bobby, 30s. he's just a guy that he's lives in the neighborhood. He's just a guy that lives in the neighborhood. You know? Well, I don't know. I mean, yeah, he's his dad's friend, but. But he know. but you don't think that, well, I mean, he knows. I think he would, he would understand that he went to, like, it's not just a friend because <laughs> I didn't meet my dad's like high school best friend until like. 
I don't know, probably a year ago or so. Yeah. And just the connection that they have together, yeah. even though they're 60 now. And like the, like I could, you could tell that they had had like a lot of I'm sure. fun. And I'd like, this is, uh, this is a real quick story. So I'm standing there and it's had actually at a funeral and uh, it was a mutual friend of my, my dad and this other friend. So right. my dad is inside and, and I'm standing outside of the funeral home and this guy walks up to me and he just starts talking to me and he's really like a really eccentric guy. Mm-hmm. And my dad had described his friend before, but I'd never met him, never even seen a picture of him. Right. And I just knew I was like, oh, yeah, this has got to be his friend. And I was like, uh, yeah, are you looking for Clifford? And he was like, yeah. Is that your I was dad? like, yes, my dad. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, Cl- I'm looking Clifford, for him. the big red dad, the big red dad. <laughs> sure. And uh, big redneck dad. <laughs> And he was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, well, he's inside. But, yeah, so it was, uh, I don't know, it was it was neat watching them two interact with each other the whole time yeah. uh, that we were there because you I could d- tell right away that they had known each other for I have never millennia. met any of my father's friends. Never? Never. Oh, damn. I don't think he had any. Might not have. I think he just, like, stayed in the bathroom the whole time. My dad had one friend I've met. Yeah. I haven't seen him in, like, I think over a decade. Yeah. My dad had tons of people. Was he weird? Coming over all the no, time. No, he was nice. Yeah. I've, I remember, I think we went to an Astros game once. Yeah. I think. Did he tell you about how you were conceived? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I might have blocked that up. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Thank God. Do we need you. to call the police? That saved you hundreds of dollars <laughs> in nah, therapy he didn't bills. Any of that. Yeah. Uh, so we go to a flashback, and Peggy is laying on the sofa, and I'm assuming she's getting over having that news, you know, that she can't have a baby. And Hank lays a puppy on her. And uh, she's just like, oh, Hank, thank you. She's perfect. She kind of fawns over it, yeah. Yeah, she falls on the floor. And I wrote down here that they get busy on the floor. Yeah, they do. Because I'm assuming that's what happens. This is where the conception of Bobby happens. They, uh, instead of. I don't heavy know petting? if it's right is here. Is that what you call it? Heavy, it's heavy petting. petting yeah. I don't know if it happens right here. I think it happens here in a little bit. Um, yeah. And, and I have a reason for that. So we come back from the flashback, and uh, uh, <laughs> Bill is now eating the hormone biscuit. He's just really enjoying it. And uh, Bobby says, hey, hey they, g- they gave up on having a, uh, a child of their own, but here I am, a child. A child doesn't just come out of nowhere. Mr. Dotrieve, was I adopted? And then the, the, this is probably the crappiest thing I've ever seen Bill do. He says, I, I'll tell you, Bobby, if you get me some more of these cookies. He says, but those are dog hormone biscuits, and that's the last one. They're from a special store, and it's two miles away. He goes, well, sorry, Bobby. That's the deal. That is a crappy thing to do to a kid. Not only a crappy thing to do, it's a weird thing to do. They're hormone biscuits (laughs) for a dog. Yeah. He's going to start growing tits and, like, crying milk. (laughs) His Estes. Uh, Bobby rides off on his bike, and Bill just continues eating. Over his shoulder, we see Dale uh, behind the fence. And we see him unhook Ladybird from the cage, which uh, yes, will pay off here in a second. We go back to the kitchen, uh, and uh, Hank is on the phone. He's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, outstanding. We'll take the next flight out. Uh, no, God bless you, doctor. And then he says, we did it, Peggy. Ladybird's been accepted into an in vitro fertilization program up at Michigan State. Now, Peggy has every right to feel the way she does here. Oh, yeah, she's entitled to her feelings because you know, Peggy, she struggled to have a human child, and he's in there bending over backwards for a dog when he never would do anything like this for her. Peggy may be a bad person sometimes, but right now I feel like she is vindicated uh, in her in her feelings. 
She says, in vitro. She's vindicated just in her feelings. She's still a bad person. Says, in vitro. What are you talking yeah, I'm about? Sure Hitler was sad sometimes too, but he was still a piece of shit. He's <laughs> beautiful painter. Uh, he said, test two puppies. They're using this new experimental fertile fertility drug. Uh, I figure it's safe enough for humans in France. It's probably safe enough for dogs in America. In America. <laughs> she goes, Hank Hill, if you are thinking of flying your dog to Michigan to get her pregnant, do not bother buying a round tri- trip ticket. He says, relax, Peggy. I don't have to buy anything. Uh, can I have your frequent flyer number? And he just walks out the door, which is weird. Yeah, it's weird, but right? it's still weird to ask for the frequent flyer number, too. She is pissed. She says, but I need those miles to get to my great aunt's funeral. Next, next year, year. <laughs> so she knows that her yeah, great aunt's are going to die next year. She's yelling out the back kitchen door. She goes, "Fine, just go. Do not ex- uh, expect me to be here when you get back." That is that is a that's a, a tough that's one. quite yeah. a threat. She said, and then she picks up the phone. She dials it. And she says, "Mom, can I stay with you for a few?" Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Strickland, because he has replaced the quick dial yeah, for Mr. Strickland's yeah, number. That's great. That's where that joke pays off. It's fantastic. Uh, Dale now has Lady Bird in his van, uh, and he says, let's get one thing straight, Lady Bird. You work for me, and he is uh, heading to uh, uh, this house. He's going to try to use Lady Bird in his scheme as a bounty hunter. Hank is in the back. He's at the cage, and he's like, good news, Lady Bird. Oh, my God. He finds out that Lady Bird is gone. Uh, And then we see Peggy coming out of the house with a nine iron, and she is about to lay waste to Hank's mower. mower. Yeah, she's going out there with the mower. Very passive aggressive. She sees Hank at the cage, and she goes, oh, you're still here. He says, Lady Bird's gone. She's like, oh, my God, what happened? Yeah, he she says, actually shows genuine concern. Yeah. She like kind of snaps out yeah. of what she was doing. He says, I don't know. Maybe you left open the cage by mistake, uh, of course, by mistake, and she ran away. You're blaming me. I would have to get pretty passive aggressive to do something like that. And spitting your coffee every day for a week. <laughs> wow. When somebody that says that, story. when somebody says that, they've already done it, right? I mean, she has been spitting in his coffee, correct? Okay. All right. Oh, yeah. Repeatedly. Uh, <laughs> Hank says, but wait a minute. Uh, and he picks up a receipt from Dale, and it says, uh, receipt from Dale Gribble Bounty Hunter borrowed one dog, purpose nab fugitive at 27 Whistler Terrace, signed Dale Gribble Bounty Hunter. Yeah, Dale's. <laughs> he gave exactly where he was going to be. He signed at Bounty Hunter twice. Uh, I guess in Dale's mind, at least he did the right thing. I, I don't know. That's uh, crazy. I don't Hank's know. just like, damn it, Dale. Then we get back to the house, uh, the rundown house, and Dale is pulling up, and we see all the Dobermans, uh, and he looks at himself in the rearview mirror, and he goes, okay, Gribble, this is it. Two days and four hours. Ago, uh, you were an untrained, untested, no hat. Now, uh, now look, at, look you. at you. And uh, he, he, <laughs> it's gross. He rolls down the window and fans Ladybird's scent at the Dobermans. Estrus. <sighs> Waves the gross. smell of her estrus. Grody, grody, gross. Uh, and so he, he is able to distract the Dobermans. He gets inside the house. He kicks uh, open at least two doors, uh, and in the uh, uh, he keeps screaming, "Freeze, bounty hunter! Freeze, bounty hunter!" Every time he kicks a door open, we hear the theme from Sanford and Son playing, and then we hear it stop. He goes into the kitchen where he kicks down another door, and he sees this guy is Dale. 
right? He basically sees a reflection of himself. Yeah, for sure. The only thing different here is that this guy has a Black & Decker hat on. That is it. That's pretty yeah, much they, it, right? They, they are the same guy. Pretty the same. So he goes, also, freeze. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, no, you Go for finish. it. No, just Dale's lucky he didn't just – he had the drop on him. No kidding. Yeah, he, yeah. Did. he did have they the drop They both on. have shotguns. I mean, they could, they could have laid each other to waste there, and uh, but yeah, you're right. This guy who goes unnamed, he had the drop on him. He could have just shot him as could he came to the him. door. But he goes freeze, and they both drop their guns at the same time with yeah. that. <laughs> so now uh, we're in Hank's truck, and they're driving. They're looking for Ladybird, and Hank says, uh, "What do I want? A left or right? I wish Ladybird were here. She doesn't need a map." Which is a shitty thing to say, Hank. Yeah, by the way, terrible. You're, you know, read the, read he the room. Even care. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit. Yeah, he's Hank Hill for Christ's sake. Peggy, Peggy is like, well, that is it. I am sick of acting like you acting like you care more about that dog than you do about me. Your human wife. He says, what? I don't care more about. Oh no, Ladybird. She's gonna dehydrate in there because he sees her in the in Dale's dead bug van. Yeah, but th- this this part right here is funny too because he goes. Between this sun and the incredible airtight construction of an American-made truck, I'd say she's got about five <laughs> minutes. He's worried about her uh, dehydrating in this van. He says, I'm going in. Uh, she says, Peggy says, are you loco? She's, she doesn't say loco. She says it all weird. Yeah, she said, are you Are, are you loco? loco? Yeah, she's, I don't know. She's not very good at Spanish. Oh, God, Escuchame. she's terrible at Spanish. Yeah, she says, are you loco? As soon as you step out that uh, th- that door, the attack dogs will yep. attack no, you in to that. shreds. I bet if, we were st- if I were stuck in a truck, you'd just leave me there. Hank says, Peggy, how would you ever get stuck in a truck? She says, I don't know. The handle could break off. That's not the point. All week, I've watched you jump through hoops trying to get Ladybird pregnant, and you never jump through any hoops for me. And she's starting to cry a little bit. Hank says, what, what are you talking about? She goes, you never put a thermometer in my ear. He says, of course not. Why would I? Oh, see, you admit you love her more. This is a crazy argument between the two of them. A wild the argument. This is the most nuts. If you are that insecure in your marriage that you are uh, so tied up in the fact that your husband's trying to get his dog like to procreate yeah. Yeah. that you think that he doesn't love you for that, there is that's a rough uh, one. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. That's where this is. This again now puts her back into the piece of shit realm. Yeah. Like let the man make it. Come well, on. I don't know, Re- man. It, it's pretty bad on his part too. Real quick yeah, about Peggy equal. Spanish. Yeah. Um, I would have done it earlier, but no, I, you're I'm good. Too go. slow. <laughs> Escuchame. Just for anyone who doesn't know, escucha mean escuchame means to listen to. Uh-huh. So I don't know why the hell she always says it like she excuse either. me. Yeah, to Just listen for to, all yeah. of our non-Spanish she, speakers out she there. She thinks it's excuse me, I'm assuming, yeah, right? Yeah. Me, yeah. yeah. It means to listen to? Yeah, yeah listen to, to me, listen yeah. to listen to, yeah. <laughs> escucha me. Uh, he, he is, he's really confused because she is very mad about him not putting a thermometer in her ear. Yeah. He said, why would I? She says, you, you admit it. You love her more. That's he crazy. says, that's crazy. I didn't do all that thermometer stuff because you know, where's the romance? Yeah. He'd rather stick something else in with Ladybird. It doesn't <laughs> says with Ladybird. It doesn't matter. She's only a dog. She's not my wife. You're my wife. And she says, well, I know. I just. Well, sometimes a woman, a woman needs, needs to, to hear, hear it. it. What? That you're you're my wife? You're my wife. That's <laughs> I mean, I Can guess you hear me now. Yeah. Maybe some validation, I guess. I don't know. I guess, man. That's again, she like her insecurities, you know. Maybe that's why she's a piece of shit cuz she's so insecure. Hank says, "Well, uh, you know, why would you be jealous of Ladybird? I, I you don't want to get pregnant, do you?" And this is where she's like, "Oh, I don't know, maybe." 
And he says, well, you know, that's why I've been uh, trying to get Lady Bird pregnant. Uh, she goes, I'd, I'd rather have another baby than another puppy. And so at this moment, they, they almost had another Bobby. I mean, this is, we're close here, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he says, uh, but remember when we first got Lady Bird? And now we go to another flashback. This is a very flashback-heavy episode. Very flashback-heavy. Uh, they're still on the floor with the puppy, and uh, Hank says, uh, uh, you know, I, I thought if we just had a puppy in the house, you know, and she's, oh, Hank. And he's, and so they they rolling on the floor, but the thing is, Bill is watching through the window. Yeah, it would be really weird. This is where I think Bobby was conceived, right here. I think so, yeah. You know, I mean, it's a few moments later than what we saw previously. We come out of the flashback, and uh, Hank is like, uh, uh, I just thought if we had another uh, puppy in the house. She goes, oh, Hank. And then they start hugging. You know, everything's over now. Uh, and Peggy says, hang in there, Ladybird. Mama's coming. I mean, she got she got serious real quick. Real quick. So we're back in the house with Dale and the other guy. Uh, they both try to get the gun uh, then he's like, easy, easy. The other guy says, I'm cool, man. <laughs> and then they both drop it again. <laughs> so they're at a, at a standoff. Uh, we're back outside. Uh, and Hank does something that's pretty smart. As far as I'm concerned, they back the truck up. Peggy's now driving and they back the truck up to Dale's dead bug van. Yeah. And they open the doors at the same time and make a tunnel, which is pretty impressive, honestly. Yeah. I mean, it's, Pretty intelligent idea. Yeah, it's not bad at Very all. Very utilitarian. And so he's just like, come on. And well, Peggy <laughs> says, be careful, Hank. Nine times out of ten, they go right for the crotch, and I see ten dogs out there. <laughs> Great joke. <laughs> Wonderful joke. Uh, so Hank starts telling uh, Lady Bird to come on. Uh, he's just coercing her, you know, to come over into the uh, the truck from the van. Uh, now we're back in the house with the uh, with the standoff. The guy asked Dale, why are your arms shaking, Mr. Bounty Hunter, if that is your real name? You getting tired? He says, yes, very, very tired. tired. <laughs> the guy says, well, nice, nice hat. hat. He said, back at you. And he's talking about that Black & Decker hat that this dude <laughs> yeah. has on, right? So we're back outside. They get Ladybird. She finally jumps in. He's he's like, oh, good girl. And Peggy says, okay, let's get the hell out of here, which she never hardly cusses. No, right? hardly ever, yeah. Let's get the hell out of here. And then she can seat belts, please. So they have to put seat belts on. Uh, now we're back at Bobby riding in on his bike. Uh, he's panting and, and sweating. All right, here you go, Mr. Dotrieve. And he has gotten him some of those hormone biscuits from the uh, store. Yeah, these are this funny scene. I love this. Bill scene says, uh, only eight. He goes, it'll cost $20. Yeah. All right, Bobby, ask you a question. $26. <sighs> well, he's like, <sighs> Mr. Dotrieve. Uh, he's, like, mm-hmm. he goes, am I adopted? No. He said nope. no. Yeah, that's the whole nope. thing. He drove to the damn store and spent that, $26. Just, yeah, yeah, just, so just be no. told no. Now, you give me a glass of milk and I'll tell you your middle name. <laughs> Which is. That's funny. How the hell does Bobby not know his middle name? Yeah. And he's just know. he just stands there eating the biscuits. Okay. Uh, we go back to uh, uh, Hank's house and. Uh, the, okay. I understand, you know, the playful thing where you put a puppy on somebody, they're laying on, you know, you introduce yeah, yeah, a puppy. Yeah, 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 thing. absolutely. Peggy literally throws a grown dog on Hank. <laughs> yeah. Hank's laying on the couch, and she Just throws a grown-ass dog, dog on A grown-ass dog, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, he pulls her over on the couch. They start kissing. Um, 
And uh, that's that's it. Everything's over. Yeah, that's it. We're that's all good. We don't really, honestly, we don't really get an ending here. No, I just boop. We're just done. Get over. It's a credit. Yeah, him and him and that dude eating spaghetti. So we go through the credits, and then yeah, after a few of the credits, we get the theme from What's Happening, which yeah. I'm sure no one here remembers. No, uh, don't know that one. They're both sitting on the sofa just watching TV. So I'm assuming they're watching What's Happening, and then. One of them asked him, uh, more SpaghettiOs? More SpaghettiOs. That's it? Yeah. That's it. That's the whole show. It kind of just ends, it, like you said. It I, does. It's, well, they end the Peggy and Hank plot. Just I think the Dale thing, they just ran out of time. Yeah, maybe and so. Just like, yeah. No well, the Dale thing, I'm honestly more satisfied with than I am the, the Ladybird thing. You know, because at least Dale, he's just an idiot, and we get it. You know, he's made friends with this other idiot that we never see again. Yeah, never but see again. We well, never, I, we never heard Bobby's middle name. Well, Lady Bird is still trying to get pregnant. I'm assuming. I, I, I kind of took it as this is. Well, they they decide that. Oh, we just. I was so focused on this because I re- I didn't know I wanted to have another kid. Yeah, that's followed. This is kind of a part one to kind of like it's not a, a serious sequel. I don't. know. I mean, the next episode is basically continues this. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah the uh, next episode's pretty. It's about uh, continuity uh, is really like similar. Yeah. It's about a uh, next one's about Cotton and uh, Dee Dee. All right. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll trust you guys. The yeah. next episode is the GH episode, right? The creation of GH. The creation of GH episode. I will, yeah, I will trust then you, gentlemen. She's pregnant for like three seasons. After I think that so, or something yeah. like that. She's oh, no, pregnant. she's only pregnant this season. Is it? This is just this season? Okay, yeah. I thought she was, like, extended pregnant, like, for a few, like, uh, kind of how Bonnie's pregnant for, like, the whole family guy. <laughs> for six seasons. Yeah, for six seasons, something like that. Yeah. Well, folks, uh, that is the end. It's the end of that episode. Of season three, episode four, Pregnant Pause. Yeah, so uh, voting has started for the Waco Awards. Uh, get on there and get us voted up for Waco podcast of the year. Awards.com. Yeah, WacoAwards.com slash voting slash podcast dash of dash the <laughs> dash year is the exact URL. Good God. I have it posted on Please. all of our social media. On uh, uh, Actually, yeah, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter. You can go there, and I've got the link posted. If you, if you don't want to hunt for the link, uh, use just your, go to our social media. Use your dashes wisely, folks. I will tell you that uh, when I look at this uh, page of Podcast of the Year, uh, we've got uh, Become Something Podcast that is uh, put out by church. And that's the only one that I was worried about losing against. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about losing to any other podcast but that one because the guy that runs that podcast is a verified Instagram user with 117K followers. Yeah, yeah. No, it, so. it's because it's a church. It's a big one. Yeah. So if if anybody loses to that podcast. I don't think they've really lost. I think we're all winners if we lose to that podcast. Well, we're all winners either way. Yeah, but come on, you're <laughs> you're 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 talking about a uh, a podcast that tries to use like modern day like culture to sell Jesus. So I don't know how I don't know, you know. Well, I don't, I don't what know. A, whatever. I, I, I'm not yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm here not, to judge them. I'm not here to judge. I just I don't know. I so you've got becoming something. Uh, that's a church-run podcast. You got yeah. better than nothing, which started here at yeah. Rogue Media. Uh, you've got broke down at the shack, which I, I don't know those guys, uh, but they are here in town. Yeah, I uh, they are in town. I I know a few people that are associated with. I don't know like the guys that do the podcast, but I know people that do stuff with them. We've got um, uh, the rest of them. You've got us. 
Then you have No Waco with Debbie, who uh, is a uh, Rogue Media employee. Uh, She does a fine job of telling people what's going on in Waco. Then we have The Public Affair with Andrew G., wonderful gentleman who still does his podcast here. Uh, Lots of great local flavor in that thing. I wouldn't mind losing to that one. Yeah, no kidding. He he actually won yeah, last year. Him. Yeah, he's the reigning champion. He's about the only one that I'd be uh, him and the the other the church podcast would be the only two that I'd well, be worried about losing against. We've got uh the pull up podcast. I do not know what that is. I know I know what it is. It's a street podcast. They they interview local and not local uh, you know, hip hop musicians and uh it they just says, talk about street culture and stuff like that. It says uh, we. I know the uh, I know the guys that run the podcast. I actually had a face to face meeting with uh, Sylvester, the guy that runs it at his house. It says we the T H A pull up podcast one of the street podcast. I don't understand that name. The pull up podcast one of the street podcast. Let me see. In Waco, Texas. Oh, hang on. One. It says uh, it have a Waco, Texas, where you can pull up on the couch and pop your shit. Talk about your career, music, etc. It ain't official till you pull up, pull up, pull up, pull up. Okay. Uh, and then uh, we have uh, finally Waco Famous Podcast, which those are uh, three fine folks that do their podcast here with Rogue Media. They are uh, part of the family. And uh, I would not mind losing to No Waco Public Affair or Waco Famous. Uh, that is fantastic. I'm I'm very, very happy that four of our podcasts yeah, were nominated. Cool. But, but we're going to win. Yeah, vote for us. Yeah, please. vote for us. Yeah. Please don't waste your vote on anybody but us. <laughs> so B-W-A-A-A-K-O-T-H on all social media, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and uh, Twitter. And I'll have the link posted there. I've already posted on, I've already posted multiple times on all social media platforms and I will continue to do so until we know who the winner or the loser is. So uh, yeah, get Can, to voting. You could vote. Once every 24 hours per device, per yeah. web browser. Yeah. So you have multiple opportunities to vote a day. Uh, you know, the possibilities are almost infinite these days with the amount of web browsers that are, are out there. So um, how about this? It, it, and, and this is a challenge to you guys. So whoever could... Just take the most screenshots of the most times you voted. We'll give you. We'll give away a sticker. Or oh something boy, to you guys! We'll do. We'll, we'll figure out a giveaway for you. We'll give y'all. you a sticker and a handwritten letter. There you go. You'll get a sticker and a handwritten letter, and uh, and that'll will, be from us here at I the block in the podcast. So yeah, uh, I, just take screenshots of your vote so we know that you're voting, and send it to me once a day on any of the social can, medias, and I'll keep a tally. Can I ask a couple of questions about the Waco Awards? Yes, ask. Maybe you know here. Uh, can you tell me what uh, the Mr. Mitch Davis Entrepreneur of the Year is? No, I don't know what that is. I Mis- guess a guy who's named Mr. Mitch, Mitch. I have no clue who Mr. Mitch Davis is. I know who Timo is, the Timo lyricist. Yeah, of Timo's the year. fantastic. Yeah, I love yeah. that dude. Um, I will say though, for the Mr. Mitch Davis Entrepreneur of the Year, uh, one Mr. Corey Dickman, Corey Dickman. is is uh, one of the nominees. Yeah. And uh, if you know who Corey Dickman is, you know uh, why I think that's funny. Uh, he is uh, he is our uh, proprietor father, I our guess. Father. <laughs> He's yeah. our something. Yeah, he, he runs all this stuff. Uh, and then I, I real dreams change the world. Comedian of the year. Okay. What does real dreams change the world? Uh, I don't know. I don't either. Real dreams yeah, change the world. Social media content creator of the year. Okay. They're getting these handles like. 
I don't know where they're getting it from, but I don't know. I think it's a good thing that they do, though. I think it's uh, I think it's a great way to highlight Waco's content creation, Waco's just everything. You know, not just content creators. They, uh, you know, they got barbers, you know, bartenders, bars, slash techs, restaurants, cooks. I'm gonna uh, ask chefs. one more question. Okay, what the hell's a trail ride group? A group of people who are in a uh, quote unquote, you know, like an outdoor, cl- it's an outdoor club where they ride mm. horses together and barbecue and just have a good what? time. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's to keep kids out of the streets, really. That's like, it's like a, it's, Come it's an outreach thing to keep, you know, if you ever see people riding around horses and stuff in your neighborhood and stuff like that, you know, those are probably a part of a trail ride. So it's literally people riding horses? They ride horses, yeah. They ride horses, and they just have a good time. It's like an outdoor, huh. you know, like an like an outdoor cookout activity type thing. I have a it's problem. Fun. I have it's a really problem. I have a problem with one group. Okay. What group do you have a problem with? Mike? In this trail ride group of the year. What's that? There's one called Lone Riders. The Lone Riders. If you're in a group, you're not by yourself. <laughs> how are you? How are well, you the Lone Rider? If you've got one person on a ho- per horse, it's yeah. lone riders. So in other groups, okay. they might double up, so they can't call themselves the lone riders. Those but poor in horses. this group, they are the lone riders. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. Hey, man, go vote for us. We appreciate it if you we do. Appreciate it. Hey, also, uh, quick shout out to Saint Angelie's candles. candles. Uh, Dominic did a fantastic yeah, a thing. Yeah, sent us some beautiful candles. We got some more really candles on the way, it. so uh, we'll let you guys know how great they all smell. And check us out online where. B-W-A-A-A-K-O-T-H on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and Twitter. Also, gutters, newsstands, uh, maybe uh, scoreboards at your local high school games. Airplane advertisements. Airplane advertisements. Bus benches. Bus benches. Sure. You know, I've actually looked into that. Airplane advertisements in Houston. Yeah, it's a little it's a little expensive. I bet it is. Expensive. Yeah. If I could find a sponsor, yeah. so anybody out there, if you want to sponsor an airplane yeah. advertisement in Houston, Texas for us. Yeah, if there's any uh, airplane owners out there that want to sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, one of those banner ads. All right, guys. All right, guys. Also, you can check us out at roguemedianetwork.com. See we'll you later. Tanya. We'll This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.